Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Seku Gary Podcast. This is a show where we discuss life and culture, achieving success, traversing through the trials and tribulations along the way, and giving God the glory. I want to thank everybody for a great launch last week. We launched the podcast and we had a great response. I want to thank everybody that took time out to listen and to support. Appreciate all of you. We're on about six platforms right now and we're still expanding. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. And on any of these platforms, you can subscribe to the podcast. And that way, you will be notified when a new episode is released upon release. And you don't have to go look for it. You can just click on your app and listen to it. Okay, I'm getting back to last week. Episode number two was I'll Never Have Dinner with the President. Now, this was an episode about the black vote and um, Ice Cube working with Donald Trump and, you know, whether what he was doing was wrong or or something that, you know, we should consider should the black vote automatically be Democrats and, you know, or should we try to bargain for the most leverage as possible? And at the time, last week when I did the episode, I didn't have that much information about it. And honestly, there wasn't that much information about it except for a tweet from... Uh, the Trump administration, thank you for Ice Cube for helping with the, helping them uh, with the the platinum plan, help them design or, or alter or, or you know make changes to the platinum plan. You know that was that was the story, and I expressed concern that Ice Cube was putting trust in the wrong place. You know with Donald Trump. And I implored Ice Cube to, to look at his track record, or implored us to think about you know, his track record and what we know the man to stand for, and ask yourselves, you know, can you rely on promises from President Trump made to the African-American community in particular, who um, he's shown uh, indifference towards, to say the least, and I could, I could go through a lot of examples, but I think anybody listening to me would agree with that. So we know what the problem is. And for anybody else that doesn't know what the problem is, um, you know, he supports um, racist supremacist groups. And, and um, I just think that he is a key element to a lot of the racial tension that we are experiencing right now. Um, he went out and energized the base that on, um, you know, on principles that were 
you know, synonymous with racism. So, you know, that was his strategy, and, you know, that's what he's done, and that's what he's shown, and, um, you know, you had white supremacists attacking people, and, you know, he, he wouldn't say that that was wrong, and, and I, not talked about last week, but anyway. So, you question any guy working with Donald Trump, you know, and quite honestly, since Donald Trump started running for president and became president, these are things that, you know, I've become aware of. I don't know if we didn't know it as much, if we didn't care as much before, or um, he just went all in with it once he started running for president and became president. So, back to Ice Cube. So, I, I you know, I question Ice Cube working with the Trump administration. I, and I, and I said he actually said that he was supporting Donald Trump in the show notes. Um, you know, I did say that. So, it's been a few days and he's gone on CNN and there's been a lot of reporting on him. He, he made it a video on Instagram responding to it and I've got a chance to, you know, soak all those things in. So, I want to, you know, take another take at it with the information that we do know. So, I saw Donald Trump on, I'm sorry, I saw Ice Cube on um, CNN, I think it was Friday night, and he was explaining to uh, Cuomo that he wasn't supporting Donald Trump, that Cuomo was being misleading when he was saying that. He wasn't supporting Donald Trump, he wasn't supporting anybody. He was sitting down trying to work out things for black people and he was going to talk to, you know, whoever was in power to get things done because that's, you know, how you have to do it. He said he'd send his plan to both campaigns. He said he was contacted by both campaigns. He said that the Biden campaign said, you know, this is interesting and let's, we really want to sit down and talk about it, give it the due time after the election and the Trump campaign reached out and said hey um, we like some of the stuff you have here and we want to talk to you and see if you could you know collaborate and help us with the plan that we're trying to propose alright now when I keep saying ice cube in this plan it it's the the black contract the uh, contract with Black America, a contract with Black America. And I actually went, you know, to the website. It's like a 22-page document, and I skimmed through it. And it's largely um, social reform and uh, reparations and, and um, various types. And uh, <clears throat> bottom line is that you know I see proposing that 500 billion dollars be infused into the black community to help repair and rebuild and, and um, you know, provide opportunity and make up for lost opportunities that um, we were unfairly not given. Um, there's even a, um, a package in Hollywood, a Hollywood package in there for um, black-owned studios and, you know, 
it's pretty it's pretty detailed. You know, there's a lot of sectors being touched, um, housing, and just a, a lot of different things. And in contrast, the Donald Trump's platinum plan is a it's a two-page plan, which touches on um, different issues, housing too, and the criminal justice system proposes making the Ku Klux Klan and Antifa both hate groups. Oh, yeah. Uh, declaring Juneteenth as a federal holiday. And Ice Cube has that in the contract for Black America, too. And um, like I said, I, I skimmed through it. I, I read mostly um, the subtopics, the headers in the document and not the entire thing for full disclosure. But I, I can see where it was addressed and I could tell by um, the topic of each session what was being addressed. So, um, and I also read a couple of articles too about the Ice Cube and Trump administration exchange. And I, I know Ice Cube even said on, um, on Cuomo on CNN you know, that he never met Donald Trump. And, you know, he, like, basically, I don't even know the guy. I'm just trying to work out, get some things done from, for the people. You know, Biden, that campaign didn't want to talk now. They wanted to wait till after the election. And, you know, I, I want to get things done. So I'm to, the people that want to talk now wanted to talk, and I'll talk to whoever's in power. So he wants to talk, you know, whoever's in power. And, um, and I hear what he's saying. I hear, I definitely hear what he's saying, uh, and I've seen a lot of people support Ice Cube. A lot of black people support Ice Cube. And <clears throat> what he's saying makes a lot of sense. And I think he said the number one priority was making sure that. Um, that black people had a seat at the table or supposed to get their fair share economically empowered. You know, something to that sort. Um, so, um, you know, I get that. I get that. I definitely get that. So, but I still have to question, you know, where where he, where he's going with it. If I'm not questioning where he's coming from, I got to question, you know, where he's going or where it's going. You know, regardless, because <clears throat> let's look at, you know, the, the dynamics um, of, of which, you know, these things are being proposed. And, and I got another element I want to touch on too. This is, this is the... This news with Ice Cube is really shaking a lot of things up in in the world, and it's had some reactions. I think what I think are reactions uh, from other people, but um, yeah, we have to go back and just look, you know, um, at what the Trump agenda is. <clears throat> And you just have to take a look at that and, and think, you know, can you can you trust the guy? Because he's, you know, he's trying to 
you know, get a Supreme Court justice approved, you know, before the election that would have um, potentially, if we believe everything that we we know, just the information that's available to us, that you know, this would be a person, you know, conservative, obviously. She is what. You know, could try to aid his attempt in uh, repealing the Affordable Health Care Act, leaving a lot of people without health care, and you know, even um, abortion. So, you you just have to look at the overall pictures of things that he's actively trying to do while he's making you promises. Okay. The things he's actively trying to do while he's making you promises, okay? Those are two competing things right there. And, and, you know, what do you believe in? So, the plot thickens. In the last episode, I, you know, I, I mentioned that I had been following, you know, Ice Cube. And I, I pretty much follow, you know, all um, culture. Hip-hop culture, black culture, you know, pop culture. So, I've been seeing Ice Cube and and, um, Sean Diddy Combs leading up to the election saying, you know, we we couldn't give the vote away. You know, we just couldn't get a vote away. Couldn't get a vote away. You know, we got to make sure there's something in it for us. Which, you know, it's true. And I even made some points, too. I talked about how uh, the Democrats had been taking the vote for granted. And there was, you know, some evidence of it because the Trump administration looked back and and basically analyze what they were taking taking for granted and what they could have been doing for African Americans and you know put together a plan and just try to do all the things that the Democrats weren't doing because you know they saw that hey they take these people for granted you know they just figured that they're going to vote for them but they're not really doing anything for them is what you know Trump is um you know advocating so let less take the things that they're not doing and, you know, do them. Let's give the black college, give the black colleges, let's promise some opportunity zones. Um, I repealed back part of the, the crime bill that imprisoned a lot of African-Americans. And these, you know, these were real things that, um, you know, had not been addressed by the Democratic Party. And quite frankly, they hadn't, until the Republican Party, try to make it a platform, they hadn't shown any interest in it, and now, you know, all of a sudden, like, I see the Democrats came, with a, coming with a plan for, you know, black colleges and things like that, which is all good, but, you know, we always needed, it. I'm a uh, historically black college graduate, I graduated from North Carolina Central University in Durham, North Carolina, and um, so, you know, I, 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 I know the difference between, um, you know, really, really well-funded schools and schools that aren't as well-funded. And I went to, you know, a fantastic school. If you go there now, it's beautiful. But it's a state school, and I had friends that went to um, UNC Chapel Hill, and Duke was a private school, of course. But, you know, it's huge, 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 huge difference. Okay. So, um... Yeah, the, so the Democrats hadn't, they, you know, they were doing, I guess, enough, 
You know, they were doing more than what the Republicans were doing because they were in support, you know, of government-assisted programs, um, things that African-Americans as, as a whole, um, you know, partic- partook in. Not every single African-American, obviously not, but the thing with being African-American, if, even if you're wealthy, it may be <clears throat> in your tax brackets best interest to be a Republican, but there's a sense of community and togetherness, so you still see so many African-Americans, um, you know, vote for policies that are going to benefit the masses as opposed to, you know, their particular situation, because uh, just with our history in this country, we, you know, we've, we've had to stick together, so thank God that, you know, we still do have that kind of compassion for each other, because, um, you know, we fight the same battles even when we are we are in um, different tax brackets. We have so many common battles. You know, it doesn't matter if you're poor or rich. As an African American, you, you have so many common battles. So that's why um, I think that you know we are, you know, we are together that way. So anyway, yeah. So traditionally, we vote Democrats. They weren't doing anything extra, you know, except for counting the votes and the Republicans came in and saw play and, you know, it was a strategy in, in my opinion, uh, more than, um, you know, just really wanting to care and, and all those types of things, but, you know, a result is a result, you know, um, at the end of the day, so um, you just have to, you have to look at it that way at the greater good, the greater benefit if it's going to benefit more people um going with this way or that way, that plan, you know, you have to analyze that. You definitely have to look at it. But jumping back, what I was saying, um, when you, you know, you look at Trump and everything he stood for, you know, Nice you says, no, I, you know, I don't trust none of them. You know, I don't trust, I don't trust, I'm just, well, I mean, if you don't trust any of them, um, you know, it's kind of like, why... Why are you talking to them, you know, in the first place? And you don't have to trust everybody you do business with, you know, that type of deal. But you have to be cognizant enough of the platform that you have and the effect of it. And <clears throat> I'm finding my place. I, I, before, I wanted to talk about um, the dynamics of the time and the timing of this whole thing with Ice Cube. Republicans desperately, you know, they, des- they desperately need votes, period, right now, according to all polls. And they desperately need black vote because it's something that they've never gotten. It can be an absolute game changer for them. Okay? And I see I was playing and to both parties and they looked it over and... The next day, the very next day or so, they tweet, thanks to Ice Cube for helping us out, blah, 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 blah. So you don't think these people know that throwing your name in the mix involved with them is going to have some influence? Did you bring, you know, that much influence? And it almost sounded like he was perturbed that Biden didn't want to talk right now. Um, and 
Trump did want to talk now. I want to talk with who's in power. If you want to talk with who's in power, you would have just been reaching out to the Trump party in the first place because that's who's in power. And that was definitely who, who was in power. Um, he was more in power, you know, three, four months ago than he is now. Right now is up in the air which way it's going to go, you know, at, at the election. So for you to jump on, you know, a couple of weeks before the election and say, I'm, I'm rolling with who's in power, then, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And I think I did read something where actually I see he did have um, one of his business partners went to the White House earlier this year. And I see one at a meeting, but they had a meeting, um, I guess, on ICU's behalf on approaching like maybe maybe that was the start of the black contract, you know, for America. So now, like I said, the plot thickens. P. Diddy comes, and right after this, we hear uh, Diddy, he's starting the black political party. Okay. And fairness to P. Diddy, he's been involved with politics for a long time. Uh, he had the vote die campaign when Obama first ran. And, um, you, know, he's, he's, you know, he's been involved and he's donated and these things, things of that nature. So it's not like he's just getting into politics. But um, right after we hear about, we hear all this news about the black contract, with, the contract with Black America, Ice Cube, blah, 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 blah. Now, um, he comes out with the, the black political party or our political, our, our black political party. One of the two of those. And he said, we, we need to support, you know, Biden. And I, one thing I said was that, um, you know, I think black people should be independent. That we should be independent and make people, you know, earn our vote, you know. So it was really a call to mobilize. It was kind of a call to mobilize people black people politically and with the whole black contract of, um, for America the contract with black America I keep screwing that up it was definitely a call to mobilize people you know um, black America you know we're, I'm fighting for you you know get behind us and I'm not saying the intentions weren't genuine but it's just it's just coincidental um, then two days later Diddy has the the black political party, and you know, and he's for Biden. He's for Biden. He he did an interview, and he was saying that um, getting Trump out of office was the number one priority. And I think Ice Cube stated earlier that prior to that, that the getting blacks to seat at the table or financially empowered is the number one priority. So, um, and then he talked about, you know, we're talking about a man who really literally threatened the families and lives of, of um, potential black voters who are, you know, that's us. I'm black and I'm, I'm looking to vote. Telling um a hate group to stand back and stand by. Stand down and stand stand by. It's a famous phrase, so you guys probably know better than me. So he's pointing these things out. 
And I just point out the timing of the whole thing too, you know, the, the whole mobilization, the party thing, because um, I see kind of had a, a movement, like a surge of people in the community that were, were supporting him. And he was getting killed too. I mean, more more of that, but I'm, I'm, I speak of the support because it, it's a little um, more surprising. I, you would expect more stri- straight backlash. So that's why I said there's numbers of people supporting him. And you know, what he's saying in theory, it's not wrong. Uh, but I think this is, might be his analysis of the situation of what's really going on. And like, like he said, you know, we don't know what anybody's going to do. We can't trust anybody. We don't know if anybody's going to keep any promises, you know, or not. And if you don't, if you don't know that, do you take the risk of publicly associating with the party who has quite visibly been against the best interest of your race and possibly lend them help and influence and get into office and just keep doing all the wild shit they've been doing you know I, I That's what I that's 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 what I struggle with. Yeah, that's what I struggle with, with Ice Cube, and um, you know, I talked about the stage before, where people being seduced by the stage. You know, it's a lot of attention, and it's a different type of attention. You know, these people are famous. There's just a different type of attention to be um, number one on the charts uh, in the cinema, or you know. Just being successful in entertainment, but actually be, you know, a story that's related to the importance of the country moving and, and that kind of power of being associated with you, of, of, of leading the people in, in a very important time, something, you know, as important as and symbolic as this. And I, and it, you know, I'm not trying to be skeptical. I'm just trying to. You know, I'm just trying to analyze everything the way I see it, man. I'm just like a little kid. I I just tell the truth. And, you know, that's just the way I see it. So, it's, you know, it's going to be very interesting um, to see. And, oh, let me, me, this is important, though. This is very important. $500 billion is, was Ice Cube's suggestion to President Trump on his platinum plan for them to infuse $500 billion into the black community. And I, I probably, I think I actually just said that earlier. So, you know, I'm just trying to lay out all the facts um, for both sides so nobody thinks that I'm um, slanting you know, slanting the set of facts. Like, I have an opinion. I definitely, you know, have an opinion, but I like to state the facts right down the middle and then, you know, give my opinion regardless. And, you know, we can agree to disagree or we can agree or we can do whatever, but I don't, I don't like to tell the facts in a way that it's gonna secretly persuade you to see the things, see things the way that I do. I, I just like to lay them out and, and 
and hope that, uh, you know, everybody takes some time to reflect and, and think about it deeply where, wherever you are, you know, in the process. We got people, you know, on, on um, Republican side and, uh, you know, obviously on the Democratic side and, and just to think about the importance you know, of the election and the long-term effects that of things that can be done, um, you know, by, you know, either party, were they to prevail and consider all those things and making their choices. And, you know, as far as Ice Cube and... Um, I, I think he just... The tweet, you know, he kind of, you know brought the firestorm and there may be some angles that I'm going to say he didn't look at. I don't think there was any angles he didn't see, but, he, you know, he made a decision to jump out there, but he did put himself in a position to be used to garner some some influence and, and some votes and have the promises not fulfilled, especially by somebody who is, um, you know, he's, he just hasn't shown any loyalty to anybody. I talk about, you know, how he's uh, shown to be a non-friend of the African-American community and his ideology and support of different things. But, um, I mean, he hasn't shown any loyalty to to white people. I mean, people in his cabinet, people that, you know, going to jail for him, you know, taking all kinds of bullets. He, he hasn't shown any loyalty to anyone, you know, he showed that, you know, he, he'll turn and, and flip on anybody at any given time, any second. And no, you can't trust any any politician, but he's going harder than any politician we've we've seen in, in my lifetime of 47 years on earth. He's just going super hard. He's a go hard. And um, what he would think about making you a promise and telling, telling you to kick rocks on November 4th is little to nothing. So, I want to leave you with that, and we're out, and we're wrapped up on another episode. Thank you.